It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Right. We got Aditi with us. Hi, Aditi. Hi, everybody. Happy Diwali. Happy Diwali. Same to you. We did a story on that yesterday on Channel 5. For those that don't know, a brief explainer. Tell everybody what it is. Uh, It is the Festival of Lights celebrated all throughout India amongst many religions. And the idea is that may light shine over darkness, may knowledge always win over ignorance, and may good always triumph over evil. It's a time to sort of refresh and hope that the next year is even better. You need to tell that to the Browns. I didn't realize it was not a religious holiday. (laughs) That it's all just. I didn't either until yesterday. I learned a lot about it yesterday. That's why I like Thanksgiving so much because it's not a religion. It's not you don't have to be a certain religion. It's an American holiday. Yeah, I like that. But how do you not get your arms around that? Exactly. Yeah. Again, and it's all about partying. Unfortunately, I have not been able to do that with my children, but I hope one day. Isn't that funny? This is what life is, right? Your parents give you traditions, and they matter, mm-hmm. and you think we want to carry them on to our own children, and then life sometimes gets in the way, so yeah, I'll work on truth. it. At least yes, it's five let's... days. Bali is officially five days, so I hope yeah. that one of these days this week I can... I... Make hey, my children dress up and dance. One thing Americans love, and Cinco de Mayo proved this. Once they found out that wait, this there's a party involved. There's this is yeah. festive. Yeah. We will call <laughs> we'll culturally incorporate anything if it yeah. gets us off work for a day. <laughs> That's, That's right. And if it's a party, uh-huh. but you, got, I, you got some drinks over there. Yep. What I loved about um, what I learned more about it yesterday because I had heard of it before, but I really didn't know a lot about it. But in hearing it yesterday, I'm like, so who can't sign on to that? And there's a movement in the right. U.S. to make it obviously. Uh, have a higher profile here, and I think that's how these things get going. Pro in the United crowds is we educate, we learn about them, and hopefully, because yes. what, it was fascinating is it's not religious, and it, it, right, like, who isn't for pizza? <laughs> you know, like everybody. <laughs> so the Diwali to me seems kind of like the festive thing on the calendar that is sort of pizza. Like, it's for right. everybody. Like, well, you can't argue with anything and, and that it's, it's for. It, it, it's not a change. It's not, you know, like we say that Christmas in a lot of ways has turned into a Hallmark holiday. I mean, how many Jewish friends do you have? How many Muslim friends do you have that still celebrate with the, I mean, how many friends that I have that called it a Hanukkah bush, you know? Mm, and, sure. But this is not what this is based in. This isn't trying to Hallmark eyes a day. It's just mm. saying, hey, there's an opportunity to hit reset. You it's know? funny here's that you said that. To, because oh, yesterday, yesterday, it's funny that you said that because yesterday on What's New, our, our uh, Channel 3 program in the, in the or late afternoon, we had a professor on, an area professor, who actually was contacted by Hallmark to, <laughs> to, to help. So they're trying. They're trying. Yeah. They, they try but, to commercialize everything. So he actually helped design five different Diwali cards mm-hmm. because uh. he, had, he had reached out to them and said, you know, hey. Well, there's nothing for this day. I want to I want to celebrate this day and and share it with a card. And there's nothing. So the, our area good. professor actually designed five cards. And now good, here you go. Good luck finding a Hanukkah card on the west side of Cleveland too. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> that ain't happening. Shit. Yeah, but probably Aditi, not. Aditi, did you have a Hanukkah bush, Adam? Did you have a Hanukkah no? I did not have a Hanukkah bush. bush. Okay. Did Hanukkah you have? Did He's you laughing get, at did that. Did you get gifts? Did you get gifts for the eight days of Hanukkah? 
Uh, my son does. I didn't. I got, you know, yeah, I was lucky see, if I got one fun. gift when I was a kid. I, yeah, I had a friend yeah. who I grew up with, and yeah. he tried telling me that Hanukkah was not about gift giving. That was just something that was sort of done to compete with Christmas. Hmm. I don't know if that's actually true. I'm not sure. I mean, it's always been a part of the holiday, but most kids I knew didn't get eight days of gifts. No, we would get yeah. I got one day, I, you know, but I try to make it special for my son because he doesn't, you know, because everybody else he knows is celebrating Christmas. So I try to make it extra special. But uh, yeah, but but anyway. I hear you. I hear you. That's what we're saying about the yeah, next yeah, generation. Yeah. Right? All right. Enough about these depressing case, religious yeah. holidays um, <laughs> that are not supposed to be depressing. Anyway, I, I want to get we were talking about Kareem Hunt before and whether the Browns may trade him here before the deadline. Um. If you're the Browns, would you do it now, even before this Bengal game, if you had the right opportunity? Or do you want to try to see if you can win this game? Because, the you know, outside of the Chiefs and the and the Bills and maybe the Bengals, who are playing better now, nobody else in the AFC is really all that good. It's not impossible if the Browns win this game that they could somehow get to nine wins and maybe nine wins gets in the playoff. It's not looking good now, but it's not impossible. So do you wait? And maybe trade them then, or if you get a good enough offer, do you do it right now because you're two and five? Uh, you know what? I think at the end of the day, and so a few things. Yeah. You're right. It's just about getting into the dance, right? Yeah. And how many teams do we know? I, I was just actually watching video. The Ravens Super Bowl winning team gathered this past, the 2012 team gathered this past Saturday. And yeah. Dennis Pitta was talking, and he was talking about how that team went on a three-game losing streak. And, of course, they fired their offensive coordinator in December or whatever. They ultimately get into the dance, and they win. And the Giants, the previous year, had lost four in a row at the end of the season and still somehow, you know, win their last two, get in the dance, and they upset the Patriots. So it is about just getting in. Mm -hmm. So you're not out of it until you're mathematically out of it. That's all very true. But I think a really good offer or whatever is sort of a lights out, I'm blown away, this makes way too much sense offer is the same today as it is next week. I don't think that that changes mm. if – Okay. you're getting what the 49ers were willing to give for Christian McCaffrey, then of course you're going to sit here long and hard. And is that worth it? Then, okay, you move. I don't know what waiting one week does. I don't know how that makes a difference. I, I, I think the bigger problem, of course the Browns are listening because Andrew Barry is going to listen to anything and everything, and he wouldn't be doing his job if he wasn't listening. There is not a absolutely no way, never will we trade Kareem Hunt? That doesn't exist. So it's not as if it's impossible, but it's not necessarily a fire sale here. Andrew Barry's right. not going to give the guy away. And I don't know what changes before or after this game. I mean, if he gets such an amazing <coughs> lights out offer, you do it. What's the point in waiting until next week? Well, I guess that's my theory, take on that. But really chance. like my, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, I guess in fear, I guess my only argument would be if you beat the Bengals, it feels like you still got a shot. Whereas if you lose that game, yeah, you're not mathematically eliminated, but you're three games out of first and don't have the tiebreaker. It, it, it goes from like a 5% chance or a 10% chance to like less than 1%. But in the end, they're not using Kareem Hunt much anyway. So what's the point of all They're not using to? Nick Chubb enough. My goodness. Like, forget <laughs> Kareem Hunt. Why isn't Nick Chubb getting the ball more? Wow. I just, why do Thank I feel like I keep saying the same thing over yeah. and over? 
pattern over again. Give yeah. the ball to Nick Chubb. That's it. Explain period. it to Give us. Why is Chubb. it happening? Please explain it to us, Aditi. What is he thinking? Yeah. What is Stefanski doing? Come on. You think if I, I knew that? I just, like, honestly, I was with the Titans this weekend, okay? So I had the Titans. Oh, yeah, I watched you on the post-game interview. Yeah, you did great. Good job. Well, thanks. Okay, so yeah. let, so Friday, we're in our production meetings, and, you know, like, let's be honest here. The Titans don't have a wide receiver one, and no offense, I don't even know that they have a wide receiver two. Like, maybe they have a wide receiver two and a half. The Titans are going to run the ball. You know they're going to run the ball. You know that they need to ride Derrick Henry. And guess what? Do you know what they do? They ride Derrick Henry. Tannehill's not, not very good either. I just, yeah. it's not that complicated. Yeah. You've got a guy who's one of the two best running backs in the National Football League. You've got a guy that's imposing his will. You've got a guy this past weekend that they can't stop. What was it? 13 carries? Is that what he had? 16 carries? 16. 16 this week. 16, 16 carries? I mean, how does that enough. make sense? I know. I'm, I'm so glad you're sense? on board with this. Didi's the smartest voice we hear from every week. <laughs> you are. And, and sometimes we bring up things that we all agree on and we think are common sense. And you're like, no, 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 boys. Let me tell you exactly why you're wrong. And then I hear you and I'm like, you know, she makes a really good point. Right. Except but when it comes I'm, to the Steelers, they I, suck. On this yeah, one, you bl- get a blind spot there. <laughs> I, on this one, no, I mean that, I, look, that's a whole other conversation we can have as soon as it we is. Yeah, don't take us down that road yet, uh, boy. Sorry, yeah. sorry. But <laughs> I, I'm I'm glad to hear that you're on board because there are people, Jason. I I really respect Jason's opinion, but he's like, guys, he's number two in the league. Well, I say number that too. three in the league. He's, he's a, and I, I said, two, I don't care. He should be he number should be one no by a second. lot. In fairness, he and I, who have both said that a lot, agree that he hasn't been used enough the last two weeks. I just mm. think in general. Then, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. The number one thing is diagnosing who you are, right? You need to acknowledge and recognize who you are. So I'll go back to the Titans. The, going into this game against the Colts, the Titans had the worst pass defense in the NFL. They had the second to worst offense in the NFL. They seemingly are a mess in a million different ways. Their secondary isn't what it once was. They've suffered a massive amount of injuries. And yet here they were sitting at, what were they? I think they were four and two going into that game. They're now five and two. They were leading their division. Wow. You know why? Because they know exactly who they are. Mike Vrabel isn't trying to be somebody else. He's not having Ryan Tannehill spread it out and throw it downfield and do crazy things. He's like, look, this is how we're going to have to win. We're going to have to play great run defense, and we're going to have to run the ball. Derrick Henry is going to have to run over people. That's it, period, end of sentence. And that's why the Titans are winning. Do you look at them and say, oh, my gosh, this is the Bills? No. Not Do you look at, at them and say, oh, my gosh, this is the Chiefs? No. But they are 5-2 and two because they acknowledge and recognize who they are and they use the pieces they have to do what they need to do. And that's my problem with the Browns right now. Run the ball. That's it. Wow. Run the ball. Okay? Don't fear. Run all Thank fair, you. although ultimately the Titans will do what they always do, lose in the playoffs because they don't have a good enough quarterback. At least they'll get there. At least they'll get there. At least yeah. they'll get there. I don't want to see two, I don't yeah, see two wins. No, I agree. You got, But the Browns will have a quarterback at the end of the year, and then they can do it differently. But. Mikey Nuggets but what if they're not getting in at that point? Go ahead, Again, you, yeah, I mean, they're not because they don't know who they are, and they haven't played to their strength. Nick Chubb's going to be fresh. He's going to play till he's 60. 
And by the way, that. by the way, it, it, if you go to the playoffs every year and you lose all the time early, eventually you're like, this sucks. This is not good enough. Let's fire the coach. Yeah, but right. it's better than sucking every year. It's not. They, no, it's it's a nice, oh, yeah, oh, it it is. It's a nice oh, I'd, rather, I'd rather Trust suck me, every I year than go to the playoffs. No, 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 I would no. know. Your, your Bengals have been objectively better than the Browns. You've been at three yes, Super Bowls. But cool. when the Bengals went to the playoffs every year and lost to the first Bro, round five no, years in a row, I'll tell you why you're wrong. Now they got Joe Burrow. Because now they got Joe Burrow. I'll tell you why you're wrong because you haven't walked with your head down out of a Brown stadium in no. the middle of the season, because not enjoying the season. You got to enjoy the ride there at least true. and enjoy so that one season. bad week in the playoffs. But I, you I'm know, saying that stinks. Get but, 16 but, bad but, weeks that's in a regular whole, season. We're talking being done by November, or the beginning of November every single First year. Mistake is going to and hey, Aditi, right. Mikey has a question for you. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. He tells me Aditi's got to run. She got a doctor. Oh, sorry, Aditi. Go ahead. Well, no. Ask your question. I'm in eight years. I'm actually like tempted to have you make me miss it for the first time in eight years i'm having a physical and i'm having a like what? panic attack about it i'm well, you know, so I'm disappointed years, in you like, you'll be fine pregnant having babies losing babies taking care of babies it's like i just haven't had time you and make then, time for yourself you make time for yourself trying to do i'm glad to hear i'm glad to hear you we gotta hear mike's question though before you go no it's gonna lead to a whole thing and then she's gonna miss her appointment and i do not want to be the no, 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 Mikey, go ahead. Ask I'll the question. Let's go. All right, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. There's not a clear-cut leader in this Browns team. We saw the reports after the game on Sunday yelling in the locker room. My question to you, Aditi, is can someone step up and become a leader midseason, or is that something that's almost predetermined before the year starts? And if you can, no, is anyone I- on this Browns capable of stepping into that role? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. First of all, I think that whenever you hear about what happens in a locker room, it's just exacerbated or taken to like the nth degree. Okay, it's never like as crazy or dramatic as outsiders try to make it be. So that's number one. Number two, of course, leaders develop. And some people are natural leaders and some people work at it. We've talked about Miles Garrett making a very, very conscious effort to try to be more of a leader and less of a loner this year. But there are guys that are inherently leaders just in the way that they work, in the way that they behave. Being a leader isn't always screaming at the top of your lungs or gathering guys to sit around a circle and sing Kumbaya. There is no question that Deshaun Watson is a leader. I think what's difficult is him not being in that role right now and him not necessarily being in the locker room on game day. I think you may see a difference then. Um, But a guy like Joel Betonio is a leader too. You know, and he's a leader in just the time that he's put in there. These are these are not issues that are, oh, my goodness, a lack of leadership. This is not a fracturing of the team in a certain way. This is that the Browns are not running the ball enough. Fair. Right. <laughs> Shouldn't I well summarized. <laughs> the calm. Hey, you're, you're right. While the rest of us are screaming and yelling, mostly me, mm-hmm. you have the calm <laughs> 
And your blood pressure no. will show that at that physical, yeah. and we're going to find out that you have a perfect bill of yeah, health. I'm I just have a feeling. Like, Way to bring I'm it back. Nervous. I don't want to step on the scale. I don't want to hear oh, the doctor's Oh, nonsense. Aditi, would you stop it? Just, just You know what the doctor's going to say anyway. before he takes a look at anything else? He's going to say, Aditi, Gee. great hair day. Great hair day. That's <laughs> what your doctor's going to say. <laughs> All right, but Jay, you just did what my husband did. My doctor is a she. She's can be doctor, too. Uh, you know, know. Can damn be male chauvinist. Also. Reminds Sorry, me, chauvinist. yeah, reminds me of that. <laughs> Our smart move. Will you remember that joke about the boy who gets in the car accident? Really yeah. quickly, and then I don't remember you know that. Okay, so a boy gets in a car accident. It's really terrible. And the ambulance comes and they rush him to the hospital and he gets into the emergency room and the doctor looks at the boy and says, oh no, I can't operate on this boy. This is my son. And the doctor was his mother. And nobody ever gets it. Wow. Yeah, no one ever gets it. I left out part of it. By the way, smart move. All my doctors are female. I don't go to men for doctors. It's a bad move to go well, to a male doctor. I just find a good doctor. Except for, <laughs> except for two things. See you, Aditi. Bye, Bye Aditi. Aditi. Peace. The only time I go to a male doctor is for urology, because a male is going to know a male's parts, and physical therapy. You know what? I, like, I just proved that yeah. you know I, my male chauvinist brain popped yeah. out there when I said I'm a he. woman chauvinist. You are a woman chauvinist. You really are. Like, we were talking about babysitters. Yeah. And you're like, I'm sorry, boy. Males should never babysit. Well, I didn't say that. Said you that. said that. What I are you talking that. about? Didn't he say that? No, no, I no. said I wouldn't let a stranger no, no, no. who's a male because I don't trust people. Oh, I thought you said. were definitively no, in no, the... No. No. no, I said that, that definitively. But okay. you would let a stranger who's a female watch your kid? No, not a stranger. Well, I wouldn't okay. let any stranger watch when my kid. I, when I hear I, these stories about people finding babysitters on uh, whatever that website is, babysitter.com. Care.com. Yeah. And, and they, like, I just, that blows me away. My, the pa level my parents would leave me with, like, somebody down the street. My that, parents would be like, you what's your name, know? Ron? You're, this is where you're staying for a <laughs> couple of days. How are you supposed to find Times are different. Times are different. <laughs> I, oh I, we found our initial, you know, when our, my son was young, we found our initial babysitter through care.com. I'm just stunned at we that. We did. That's we all. interviewed them. We called, we, we uh, you got did it the references. What I said was that find someone on babysitter.com. Oh. And that night is watching No, of course not. That's irresponsible. But I would never have hired a man. Uh, yeah. Never, yeah, and that, never. That, 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 that's what I'm saying. But I mean, you you could pull that off on G, but but you, you would no, never hire a man. But I would trust you were the one who said, "Oh, I can't babysit my my, I my can't. grandkids. I can't. I, I mean, I don't have I can't. grandkids, but, but I know I men that would that I would trust my kids with. If I, I knew, I just wouldn't do it. I would trust you guys with my son. I, would I hope know so. you, yeah. but I mean, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, I, if I was hiring, but in somebody, general, you, you're looking for a female babysitter. I like female. I, and I like female doctors because generally I find females females are more caring than males. Hey man, I just need to know. And which, so which, I think my doctor's a woman is going to take better care of me. I, That's I, I, will, I will tell you. I, will, I get it. Sorry, Mike. I'll tell you something. That and a duty yeah. hit some uh, hit a point right there. It's down to the point where we all understand what it is. Even Aditi, who usually comes up with very creative things to say and diagnose and what's going wrong and why it's going wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Even she's to the point now where she's baffled and don't un, can't right. understand. She loves the fanski. Why? I love that she. I loved what she said and how emphatically she said it because let's not forget she is an employee of right. the team. Uh, uh, yeah, and yeah. She doesn't let yeah, that the paycheck. Right, right, right. Warp the the. the and that tells you how strongly she feels and, about and, it too that she's willing to go down and, there. And, and yes. Now, and now we're sitting here saying we have to trade Kareem Hunt not because he's not good. It's just because when I use he's a garage sale. He's left over. He's taking up space on the bench. That's crazy to me. That's well, that's part of it. Part of it's that they're not good, and so 
Have you he's seen gonna the walk meme? away as a free uh, Have agent. you seen the meme? It's it's a uh, like a Lamborghini parked in front of a trailer with a carport over top of it, mm-hmm. and it says, yes. it. I've seen JT I have seen that. Yes. This is Nick, Nick Chubb, Chubb on the Browns. The Browns. I have Let, seen let's talk about this, though, for a second. Like, I know these aren't exactly parallel situations by any means, but say say that Hunt does get traded, and he ends up going to a contender, obviously, and say right. he ends up on Buffalo or something. Buffalo wins the Super Bowl. How would you guys feel about two years in a row of one year watching a guy who was on the team, Odell Beckham, scoring touchdowns on the Super Bowl uh, winning team one year? Keep me away And from then the Sharp next Object. year, and the ex- in another Super Bowl, watching Kareem Hunt score touchdowns I, I, for I, Buffalo. I, I, I'd, call, I, I'd, call, I, I'd call for the firing of Kevin Stefanski. Yeah. I, I, I literally yeah, would call for it. Then because other the, teams are using our Lamborghinis to get you, trophies. And, and, and we sitting here at two and five, and I watched it last year, and I was pissed off all offseason because we talk here, we give everybody excuse. No offseason, mm-hmm. that hasn't right. got to get right mm-hmm. with the quarterback. Mm-hmm. We don't, maybe, maybe we need to get on the same page. And this dude walked into a team and scored more touchdowns than he has scored in his entire career. And you know what's yeah. even more unforgivable about that comparison that you just made, that where, where you said that we, you know, for two times, two times in a row, we're giving them our workhorses to get to finish the job there. Right. It's it's a different thing with baseball because it's one thing to watch CC Savathia go, go like in with to the Yankees and help them. We couldn't because afford we that. couldn't afford him. Right. We are we. This is was fair. Fair ground yes. here. We just don't know how to use these Mike talk, races. Mike Polk is talking really right now. Spend, not yeah. spend the money. Mike yes, Polk, right, right. Mike Polk is preaching it's right true. now. No, it's it true. would oh. be absolutely right. Now, it's they're different situations. In, in one way, it's worse with, with Kareem Hunt because at least with Odell, you could put some of the blame on him. Yeah, you could say right? he, he, he There's he, no blame to put no, on the Kareem Hunt. he's been a citizen in his time here. He did ask to be traded, but I think in his mind, he, he here was his fear. Yeah. These guys are kicking my tires, but they're not right. taking me for a ride. Yep, that's right. Yep, I'm going to my I'm market my value. Is, I'm in my prime. My market value right. is being dictated by how they use me. Right, and the track record says it's not very good. And he wasn't asking for a trade just because he's unhappy. He said, Get, "Trade me or pay me." Pay me, right? Right. He would have been happy to stay if they, they paid him more money. You know why they didn't pay him? Yeah, because they look at him as just a piece. If he was yeah. looking at any other way. He would have more touches than six a game. Sure. And now, in 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 some fairness to the Browns, he's going to go to another team <coughs> and he's going to play more than he even should play here. Because even though he sh- we all agree he should play more here, he shouldn't play as much as Nick Chubb because Nick Chubb's better. But, but it should be. If he goes to Buffalo, touches, but he can be, play. He can be on the agreed, field more. But he was never going to, even if the Browns used him exactly the way we want, he wasn't going to be used here as much as he would on a team you know that doesn't have a Nick Chubb. How, what are we going to do at tight end? We've got right now two of two tight ends out. One's in protocol, yes. obviously. Right. The Joe Brown got the ankle. Is, this is a topic so, for tomorrow. Yeah. So, so here's my. I'm glad. I'm, I'm not glad anybody's hurt. Yeah. But I'm thankful that we're going to get a chance to see us play like every other team in the NFL, and that's you know. Right. A tight end in the game, t- yeah. uh-huh. but not three tight ends in the game. <laughs> yeah. This is that's thank you. Jay, Jay I, I mean, we've seen things that no one does. We've seen the tight end shovel pass. Jet sweep. Jet right. sweep reverses. <laughs> hey, let's come out and spot shadow Farrell Brown against the Patriots <laughs> because we got something here. And he ain't even been in the, in the system for two what days. If this is what really made that running back tandem <laughs> blow up this this week. Chubb and Hunt finally just completely blow it up because Stefanski's like 
I don't have three tight ends I can throw What out am there. I going to do? I guess I got to put two great running backs and, out And, and you know what time. he's done, too? Twist oh, well, arm. here and we go. Even this Maybe is have cream on block as a <laughs> think, tight end. think about this. Even when they don't have that many tight ends in the game, they substitute an offensive lineman in and make true. him eligible yep. true. instead of using Kareem Hunt. Dun, yeah, Dunn's like, I'm off, <laughs> I'm eligible to catch a pass. Right? Yeah. I am sure that's tricking everyone. By that's the way, crazy. what's sad is David Njoku was one of the few players on this team you could say was a pleasant surprise so far. This He's year. having a great season. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, put his numbers up again. So let's talk about a great season, okay? I great because strong. He's good been season. he's been so much better, but 34 catches through 6 games is seven. Seven. Five, through 7 games is under 5 catches per game. The 318 yards. See, here's what we've become. We lowered our expectations for him because of what we had from him in the past. Yes. And now people are ready to look at this and say, he's been tremendous. That's true. I do feel he's like s- better, some of these were big catches, though. But remember, he's the third highest paid at that That's position. That's true. He's Agreed. also I want Mark his, his arrow was pointing up, though, as the season's Listen, gone along. It's absolutely pointing up. Remember, the first week, he didn't even catch a ball. I know. I, listen, I have him on my fantasy no, I don't team. Think he, I know exactly nobody, what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got him saying on two he's teams. Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey. But we're paying <coughs> him like that. Sure. But and so I when think... the organization makes a decision to spend their marbles, yeah. in, you know, you, you got so many marbles, and you're going to put this many with this player and this many with that player, it's imperative that you don't overpay anybody for their production. And when we did the contract with Njoku, I was dumbfounded. I was as and well. I'm, and we're still not getting commensurate production from what we're paying. I, I think we're we not. were over the last month. I think we, we were. I mean, the numbers for the season are what they are. I know, yeah, I but, know PFF isn't the Bible by any means, but you mentioned Kelsey and Mark Andrews being the top two tight ends. Well, they are one and two in pro football focus. I don't, overall tight I don't end care grades. about that. I don't. And Joku's third. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. care. Well, you know what? It's a two tight end league. Really? He, yeah, he's also, I mean, though, Waller for he the catches it when it's thrown at him this year. I think yeah, that's a big difference. I, 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 like, I think he might see not be, major He's not getting enough. I don't think he's getting looked at enough. Yeah. I think that he had, maybe they should look to him more, but I think he's looked like a real tight end this year, which is what I wanted. We're paying, we're paying for a real tight end, but we can't and we have a, we have a real tight end. I think those can't overpay Jay, if you look at the first two games of the year, all right, he had four catches for 39 yards. Combined? Total. Okay. Yeah, between the two games. Last five games... And that's including him getting hurt in the Baltimore game. Last five games, he had 30. 30 catches. I can't do the yards here real quick, but like probably about 400 yards. No, it can't no be he's only got 318 on the season. Uh, okay, so 318 minus 39. No, he's got, it's actually 418. It's okay. 418. That's a typo. We got to ah, fix it. Come difference. on, Anthony. Okay. okay. Well, so he's had last five games almost five, almost 400 yards. But your point's yards. taken. I like that. Your point's taken. Our bar is low. Our bar yeah, is low. No, no, no. Has he been better? Absolutely. But, but the last five weeks, he was really trending but, up. But yes. see, see, to me, he needs to be better. To, though. To me, it's third in the league in receiving yards for a tight end. By the to, way, to me, where, where, where he has, where he should be, where he has to pay dividends is in in the red zone. So he's has one touchdown, right? Yeah. And so my thing is, for a tight end, I want my tight ends to be targets on the, in the red mm-hmm. zone. He only has one that one touchdown. So my question is, if he's not getting the ball, scoring touchdowns, right? Amari well, Cooper doesn't have Kobe's that Kobe's only thrown right. six touchdowns. So, 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 so my thought process is if, if, he's, if he's not going to be a factor like that, then that would mean that when you get in the red zone, guess what I'm doing? 
If I can't, if I'm not gonna throw a touchdown pass, I'm giving it to either yeah. Hunt, Chubb I, or, or I, Chubb I, or Hunt. I've been as hard on the Joku as anybody. I was 100% with you that I hated the contract. What I've seen the last five weeks from the Joku makes me think that with a full season with Deshaun Watson, I'd he'll agree. be a thousand. That high ankle sprains him. Hey, we're going to yeah. talk a ton of Joku later this week. We, if we don't get to Cavs now, we're not going to get to it. We've got to talk a little Cavs. I'll just quickly say it yeah. gives me hope with Chubb moving forward of Chubb and Hunt combo. Yeah. Because if they figured out how to get Joku more involved, mm-hmm. then why can't they do it with the running backs? I don't because know. Because to Aditi's point, yeah. know who you are. Who are we? Mm-hmm. We're a running team. Our quarterback yeah. has six touches. And by the way, if I have to listen to another broadcast of a Browns game where I hear the, the commentator time and time and time again say, wow, he had so-and-so wide open and he never I saw know. I know. That wide happened three, open. T- three times. Three times in that yep. game. Sunday, wide open. Three times. Yeah. This Sunday. Season, I was well, yelling at him. Times. I was yelling at him so much. And, and, and so that's going through your progressions and knowing that, nope, this one, nope, nope, nope. He just hopefully that's it's almost like change. he's a lifetime backup quarterback yeah, for a reason. It's yeah. almost like he's a yeah, lifetime right. backup quarterback. All right, we're going to do calves. And I thought this was a really, really dynamic uh, topic because um, I really had never thought of this before. Mikey sent the group a text and said, who's the second was best tough Cav ever? Very tough. It was tough because obviously LeBron James slam dunk for the best. And, and this all came up because there's talk now. Could Donovan Mitchell be the second best Cavs player ever and I think that that's probably the answer but he's only played three games but just in terms of what he's done already in his career and his skill set and how he looks different than everybody else it might well be Donovan Mitchell but obviously he has to do it for a length of time but what's your who do you have Mike Shaquille O'Neal Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal well here's why wait wait what I'm just kidding of course it had to be just during their time with the Cavs totally kidding uh, that, Otherwise, it would be Shaquille. I put Shaq. I put maybe Dwayne Wade on there. He's sure. not bad. Yep. Um, isn't that funny that we had Dwayne Wade? Does everybody remember that for it's a really minute? Fun. Yeah. It's so weird. Did you see a u- picture of him in that uniform? It's very disconcerting. Um, it's, uh, yeah, people forgot. Yeah. People have forgotten. And Dean Wade, I wish his first name was anything but Dean. <laughs> yeah, because every time I think I on know. Sunday he had a three. Dean Wade, nobody hears the end. This yeah. was a really, this was a really tough one for me, and it, yeah. c- it kept me up last night, um, along with my sinus infection, both things. <laughs> but it gave me something to do during my sinus infection. Yeah. Think about that. And uh, it was, um, you know, it was a really tough call. And my, uh, first of all, I, um, I have to rule out Ricky Davis, even though he's one of my favorite Cavaliers <laughs> of all time. And I was at Ricky Davis's wrong way game, by the way, just mm. so you know. Oh, wow. We'll talk about that someday. Okay. Um, but it came down to me uh, between um, Kyrie Irving and Mark Price. That's the tricky spot right there. Yeah. And then you have to look. Then, see, this is where the parameters come into play. Are we talking about... Um, just what they did here. Are we talking about uh, only their accomplishments with the Cavaliers? Are we talking about yes. their accomplishments afterwards? Just their accomplishments with the Cavaliers? Yeah, yeah because if it's just otherwise, your... Donovan Mitchell. Okay, right. discussion. But in that case, if it's just your accomplishments with the Cavaliers, then it, then it has to be Mark Price for me. Oh, I mean, wow. just all-time free throw, uh, all-time uh, free throw percentage leader. Um, just it, the way that he carried this franchise, the way that he turned this franchise around. He had some great talent around him, obviously. I, you could give credit to Brad Doherty, and I, I, I wouldn't be mad at anybody if they went with Brad Doherty, and we'll see if somebody, we'll see if somebody does. But um, as far as uh, what he brought to the team, I know that Kyrie helped with that, uh, obviously, with that shot, bring us that championship and whatnot. But he was surrounded by immense talent. LeBron James, I was going to write off uh, his 
experience, Mark Price a little bit, but then he had, you got, when you got uh, Brad Doherty and Larry Nance next to you too, you can't say that he was bereft of talent while he was here. Sure. So my all-timer would have to be Mark Price. If you just decide in between those two, yes. just the fact that the biggest drama that Mark Price ever had was when he changed which side of his hair was parted. Right, right. You know, like, the guy was a consummate pro. Yes. He made his teammates better. Yes. He was selfless. All hustle. Good D. Yeah, he did you know, everything that's that the other want. thing. Kyrie's, like, Kyrie's a wizard. And I think if we're talking about just like a one-on-one matchup or something like that, then I give me Kyrie any day of the week sure. on Mark Price. But they played in different eras. I have to take that into consideration. Just with everything into consideration, and it really did keep me up, I'm, I'm gonna, I got to give the nod to Mark Price. I'm older, so I just want to give a nod to some guys that are not the second best player. But, but then you will tell I us love. your second best. Nate Thurman. Sure. Bingo Smith. Uh-huh. World B free. I consider World B hot second. Average 22 while he was a- had a And played hard and just just was fun to watch. It was yeah. A, it was, a, was a, a fun guy to watch. And when that franchise really needed somebody to be fun to watch. Yeah, because he was all they had. Yep. Brad Doherty, obviously, um, was an all-star center. The thing with him was the, the, the injuries. Yep. Weren't for his and back. And the feet. Back, he would he would um, we have, have a title discussion. I think we'd sure. have a title. But all things being equal, for me, it came down to the same two guys that you cho- chose, Mark Price, and I. I went <clears throat> ultimately with Kyrie because of his <coughs> shot, because he was such a big impact player on the only championship the franchise totally ever fair. won. And granted, if Mark Price had played with LeBron. They might have been able to get over those Bulls teams, mm-hmm. you know. So who knows? But for me, it, it it's LeBron number one, and a big de- big gap between he and Kyrie Irving. G. Um, tractor trailer. Uh, Robert tractor trailer. Right? <laughs> no. Shout out to Chris Mills. <laughs> Chris Mills. Oh. Uh, don't do it. Uh, Bobby, yeah. was it Bobby Sura? Bobby Sura was in there. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, Booby. Uh, uh, mm. Man, Shannon Brown, all them dudes. But Ira Nuble, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Jamario Moon. Can we put Isaac Okora on that list? <laughs> Jamario Moon. Jamario Moon, really? And these uh, dudes uh, were starting. Was it Sasha Pavlovich? Yeah. Yes. I forgot you guys had. Sasha Pavlovich. Wow. Is, is Sasha that, is reincarnated into Jetty Osmond. And it's Isaac Okora might be Ira Nuble 2.0. Yes, oh, no. he is. Yes, no, he I is. Hope not. I hope not, too. Drew Gooden. I, I got the only right, bad yeah. move that. <laughs> Kobe Altman has made in like the last three years. Do you remember Drew Gooden's anyway, ducktail? Go oh, God. Do you remember oh, Drew Gooden's ducktail? My goodness. I do. Disgusting. So, I, I, listen, this one actually was pretty easy. Um, it's, it's Kyrie Irving um, because when you look at his stuff, man, he, Kyrie is just like if you look at his accolades, seven-time All-Star now. He, he was All-Star in 2019 and 2021, so it didn't count. Uh, so that means while he was an All-Star, he was a five-time <coughs> All-Star. Uh all-star MVP in 2014, All-NBA 2019, that was, wasn't here, but also uh, he made All-NBA third team. Um, he is part of the 50-40-90 club, rookie of the year, uh, first team all-rookie, won the three-point contest, uh, USA male athlete of the year 2014, FIBA Cup MVP to 2014. Obviously, he hit a, a huge shot to, to put them where they are. And to be honest with you, um, you re- LeBron would have never came back if they didn't have Kyrie. 
Kyrie was the reason they, 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 Kyrie, yeah. Kyrie because, he wasn't coming here if they didn't no, have a piece no. and, because he Kyrie you know when he was rookie of the year LeBron looked like oh wow these guys are pretty good and at the time Dion Waiters was fool's goal right mm -hmm. so he thought yeah. like okay I got me one he got here and realized oh no we can't do this but Kyrie was pretty much the dude that in Le fairness Kyrie wouldn't have been here if LeBron wouldn't have left you're right. That is well, that's a fact too. That's exactly yeah. right. One led to the other, which led to the other. He went. He he basically traded in Dwayne Wade for Kyrie Irving. He's mm -hmm. like, oh, I could work with this. And and LeBron actually changed his game a little bit. People people don't understand how hard it is to win a championship by doing my turn, your turn. Yeah. I mean, and they did my turn, your turn to the highest level it's ever been. You go back to some of them games in the finals where they playing Golden State and you get forty apiece. Like, it, I mean, you know, th those are you usually tell somebody you, you let LeBron get 40. Everybody else can't get no points, but they was doing that the whole year. He averaged more points than, than Kyrie or uh, than LeBron 20 had 25 points a game. He averaged more shots than LeBron. Um, I just think Kyrie, if you look about it and look at it, when we look back at history and, and he's already said it, mm -hmm. he looks back at it. He's going to say we could have had so much more championships. Who gets credit for being or blame for being the Yoko Ono of that team? What was it LeBron or was it Kyrie in I, your mind? Oh, no, it was definitely Kyrie. Uh, yeah. See, so here's here's and this. This rubs off and this is this shows you about the Browns and the way things work. So when you get the bag, like you got to think about it. He already hit the shot, right? Mm -hmm. He was already a max player, right? He had already got a Nike deal signature Nike deal. And he started to get around and he said, look, man, I need to have my own stuff. At that point for him, winning was not the biggest thing because he already had won. At that point, he just wanted to be on the level. The, man. the yeah. guy, Durant. I want to be known as Durant. I want to be LeBron. I want to be Steph Curry. And he could never do and that in LeBron's no. shadow. He could never do that here. So he Fact just, of the matter is, though, he's not that dude. No. And he found that out. He did. He and he's, admit out. he's as much he's as admitted that. He has well, as much as admitted that. Guys, to me, again, I, Mark Price is a good choice, and I think Brad Darty's a good choice as well. But I, I'm in agreement with you guys. I don't, And I don't really think it's that close between Mark Price and Kyrie Irving. And what's funny is it feels like Mark Price played here a lot longer. I think he only played two more seasons. Total of maybe I thought it was here nine. I, I don't know. How right. many how many years? Maybe it was three. Mark Price I think here? Mark Price was nine years and I think Kyrie was six. Mm -hmm. Yes. Six? I think correct right. on both is so I think. And Mark Price was a hell of a player, but he's not yeah. a Hall of Famer. Like no. Kyrie Irving's probably gonna be a Hall of Famer. Now probably. the basketball at Hall of Fame, unlike baseball and football, I have no sense they all get in. of the guys on the borderline <laughs> yeah, like who's in, who's yeah. out. But every and, other sport, if you have to think about it, they're not in. But in right. the NBA, but in the basketball Hall of Fame, if you have to think about it, they're in. Like, and by <laughs> the way, you know a guy who we haven't even mentioned who deserves to be part of the conversation? Kevin, Kevin Love. Love. Now yeah. he's he's th he's he's three to me. He's top. I would. He's definitely top five, and he's going to play here. Longevity. Yep. Right. right. You're right. But right. Ky, the, as obviously, but we're all looking know, at their work here. Yes. He's been here. Kevin Love's been here like a decade now. But he right? did yeah. his yeah. best work in best Minnesota. Best work in Minnesota, yes. Yeah, he was but the 25-12 yes. guy in Minnesota. It's, 20, e it's easy yeah. to say, well, the Cavs don't win the championship without LeBron, because that's true. But the Cavs don't win a championship without Kyrie. No, they don't. They do not win that championship without sure. Kyrie. That's true. And I don't think they win it without Kevin Love. No. I, nope. I don't. Nope. I think maybe it not. Took all three. Maybe not. Maybe you needed all three. But you needed Kyrie more than Kevin Love, in my opinion. No question. And 
We, because of the way it ended and because of how his career has gone since, and he's so wacky, he says wacky things, mm-hmm. he's missed a lot of time. We sometimes forget how good he was and still is when he's on the court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, G His said game, this once. G said, go back and watch yeah. any of the uh, games against Golden State. Right. Because I'm with you. I was so pissed when he left right. that I was just like, that guy's mud. F him. And his but, game in yeah. my mind went down. But right. I've also gone back. I've watched game six and game my seven. Lord. And my mouth is agape. I'm just like, this dude is better than I remember him yeah. being. His, his ability to take the ball to the basket at his size. Oh. And the way he goes behind the back and he's over the I mean, right. he's a crazy shots. It, it's almost on, you know, it's like he's right. one of the greatest we've but ever I think, seen. But I think he submarined his own career and legacy. 100% Because he did. and LeBron could have won multiple championships Absolutely. Here. And they a let lot of guys get in the way. win one. A yep. lot of guys yep. win one. Yeah. It takes that special guy to win two. And when you win three, now you're in the pantheon of all-time greats. Right. Mm-hmm. Not that you're going to be one, but... When you start listing off the names, if you're a primary player on a team that's won three, you're in, you're on that list. And I don't LeBron, know that he'll Shaq, ever Kobe, be on that Bird, list Magic. because he went and teamed up with Durant, and, and Durant they can't figure out right. one side of the Rubik's right. Cube. It right. was ego got in the way. Now, LeBron's partly to blame for that, right? Le- LeBron Isn't should have reached, in my opinion, again, I'm not inside that locker room, and Jason would be a good person to bring this up to. But LeBron should have reached out to Kyrie and said, hey, let's figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. I could, should I think, LeBron have done that? I think, I, don't, he, I think he did. He didn't answer his calls. Yeah, but didn't he do that well, after already yeah, a lot of time has passed? He, he, here's the thing. You can be the wrong party in that, especially these are young guys with egos. Right. And just he, LeBron not being wrong doesn't mean he did the right things. You know what I mean? Like, he here's Kyrie being kind of crazy, crazy, crazy. If you're like a if you're a mature person, you might be able to be like, this guy's being crazy, here's how to handle this guy. But I think LeBron just kind of shut it down and just like didn't try to deal with it properly because he didn't have the training at that time or yeah, the emotional maturity he thought it would to deal with it. He's like, that's away. not my problem. Yeah. He's he's the wrong guy. I'm right. the right guy. Yeah. But sometimes you gotta be like, he's the wrong guy, I'm the right the guy, and guy, I still and have to fix this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and he wasn't at that yeah. point. What a it's shame unfortunate. too. What it is shame. unfortunate. But you know who never ran into that problem? Mark Price, Brad Doherty. <laughs> Uh, Larry Nance, they all got along great. They had each other. They pushed the Bulls to the limit. We, they happen to run into the best player of all time probably a couple of times in the playoffs or else they might have a couple of titles too. And then I think maybe Mark Price. Also, one more one more thing in defense of Mark Price. I was at multiple games at Richfield Coliseum where he would go step forward and sing the national anthem while as a Are player. Are you kidding? As a player. Mm. I don't and ever then remember go back that. At, yes, he would sing the national anthem himself. In uni? Yes, he was at a gospel. He was like, uh, he was like in a, a bonus point he was in like a gospel okay. group, too, that you <laughs> can find that. online of Mark Price singing with like a four-man gospel group, and it's pretty great and pretty hilarious at the same time. Mm. I highly recommend Love it. it. Oh, we got to find got that pipes. video Mark Price has it. pipes. Mike. Yeah. Mark I never saw, Price singing never as part of a gospel group. Never saw Kyrie Irving I'm sure we have the rights to that. I will look into it. Right now, we got to do, though, some internet comments, some names that in the chat, people say we have missed. Have a big Z maybe up there. Stop it. Evan Mobley and uh, Andre Miller popped up a lot of times. I, no, I don't these, know. Evan these are good players. Like, I rattled off a bunch from the 70s. Evan Mobley. There is yeah, no Evan, reason uh, to get mad at these bad answers, you guys. <laughs> yeah. You're right. They're wrong. You guys are wrong, but let's not get mad yeah. at them. Let, let's hope 10 years from now we're saying Donovan Mitchell, Darius Carl, and Evan Mobley are the second, third, and fourth best Wesley players. Wesley Percy. Would that not be right? wonderful? <laughs> yeah, right now, that's <laughs> absurd. Wesley Percy. Brevin Knight, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, please. We and all love Mobley. He's played one year. Sagana job. We have Eddie's <laughs> jingle tomorrow. I, 
I put it in. I put it in the uh, wrong spot. It'll be tomorrow. Eddie's got a great jingle for us. But yeah. today we're talking to the internet, and that means we're talking with our friends over at PCC Airfoils. For a job with great advancement and great benefits, PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All yeah. locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus you can apply online at precast.com slash careers for more. And let me say real quick, I don't have a jingle because I thought we were running the Eddie commercial, but we keep it real on the show. We love PCC. They've been a big supporter we of do. us since the beginning. Uh, Mike's being phony by saying they're our good friends. We don't we don't know anybody personally. Why don't we invite them in to so sit in the chairs and watch that, our show? Keep it real yep. on the show. Mr. Airfoil, come in. I hate when people, when when radio and TV people are going, my good friends at blah, blah, blah. You don't know those people. Don't say they're your good friends. You know what, though? Mike, if, if Mike go, is if, so not ill-intended here. I know he's that. He's a genuinely nice guy. We keep it real. They're our only sponsor right now, so you know what? We hey, love them. They're hey, damn good friends. They're my best friends. Forget what they talking about. Good hey, answer. Forget what they talking about, Mr. PCC. They like, they hey, like us better for our honesty. That check, that check keep coming through here. We got you. Garrett, I love they my best friends. We got two super chats. We got to read them. We'll do final takes. Jay Boyer says the head coach isn't trying to win the game, and we have two caddies in the garage with Chubb and Hunt, but he wants to look classy and afford with Brissett. At the Four Seasons, he's not even a navigator. Play Marty Ball, and then Roberto El Presidente <laughs> says, "In the chat, we hired a new staff for the Cleveland football team. We have Hasbin, Pravinsky, and our GM Dingleberry." Pravinsky, so. I love that. Oh. Pravinsky. <laughs> what about the owner? What about the idiot owner? He's he ain't the biggest called problem. no plays. Jimmy Haslam calling no plays, and he don't tackle people. Mm-mm. John JJ, no, no, tackle somebody. Oh, I, one I, more name we missed, by the way, Austin Carr. Awesome. Yeah, you know what? That, that. that was a miss. Yeah, Not that, that he was ever going to be considered for yeah, number two. I didn't see, that we was we mentioned time. a lot of he did. Yeah. great mentioned. Austin Carr was a swing and a miss. Yep, yeah, Mr. Cavalier. Known better. Mr. Cavalier. Because that was my era. Um, one thing I wanted to mention quickly, because we had him on the show last week, but uh, St. Ignatius played their final regular season game. Yeah. And Chico, they won. They beat that team from Canada, which is kind of like an IMG team. They're, they they right. recruit. They yeah. bring in kids to get them ready to go to Division One college. Yeah, but let's not pretend like they brought in a team that they were going to lose to for his last game, right? Well, this team crushed Menor. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, they're good. So there's your, there's your hey. Okay. okay. They're legit. Good they, for them. They, they weren't like a pansy They might have scheduled it before they knew he was retiring even. Yeah. I don't know how far They did. Passed. Yes, they yeah, did. Yeah. They, they did. Because he didn't Canadian. announce his retirement until the beginning of this year. They're Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Josh Naylor's. All right. Yeah. Um, but the the interesting thing was they had a, a field goal opportunity to win it at the end of the game. I think I think uh, hmm. St. Ignatius blocked it. Mm. Ah. So they, they won they one for the Gipper. Nice. And, That's uh, awesome. You, you know, know who they're playing this week in the playoffs? Yeah, it's Oakville or Green. Uh, not good. The, yeah, the, the, uh, they'll, they'll win this game. And then I think that I think if they I think Cleveland Heights is in the other bracket. I think Cleveland Heights will win their game. I think they can beat Cleveland Heights to get to a, which I think would be a rematch with St. Ed's, which that's where their season See, would likely yeah. end. They got the COVID rules now. Everybody get in the playoffs. Everybody seems. get in. Everybody's in. They really changed it up, and <laughs> yeah, now you know there's a one and nine in the playoffs. Yeah, a one and nine. I mean, but you know what? Look, let I the mean, kids in. They're kids. They're let, kids, let right? Let them, yeah. let, you, one more game. I mean, yeah. There was people I played with that you still cry to this day over beers. Every time you get a couple shots in them, man, we never got to the go to the playoffs. I needed that one time. Well, and that's tragic. Teams. That's, a, that's <laughs> a different emptiness in their life. <laughs> yeah, as, right. as, as Bob Watson said in the Astrodome and the Bad News Bears breaking training, let the kids play. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. There were, there were years um, – 
I'm dating myself in the early 80s mm. when we were eight and two and missed. Mm -hmm. Like that was not uncommon. Uh -huh. you, you pretty much could lose. It's almost like college football. Like you could lose once and still have a chance. It's that second loss, the computer man. did crazy things. Oh my god! You had to wait and see mm. until it spit mm. out the, the matchup. If Coach Kyle wins out, does that become a Disney movie? Is his whole life? Oh, like, yeah. It is immediately. Like, I mean, he's still my Disney get Plus one. straight to Disney Plus. Or no, I think we're going big screen. Yeah, we're going big screen. Big screen. Yeah, we're going big screen. Wow. All right. Well, we'll work out a treatment. We'll write it and we'll send it because in. Because that means they would have to come back and beat St. Ed's, who beat them like. They beat them 49-6 earlier this year. I was so at the game, and, and let me tell you, at early in the third quarter, they went to a running clock. OHSAA has a rule that once the game is, I believe, 30 points, mm -hmm. you go to a running clock. And it was wow. early in the third quarter. Wow, when they start doing that? Yeah, a couple years ago. Uh, a couple hmm. years ago, which is a good rule. Um, don't get down by 30. Yeah, don't. They, they yeah. Good rule that. of thumb. Yeah. What's run, that? Run good clock. rule of thumb. Yeah. yeah. All okay. Right, it's time for uh, final, takes. final takes. Polk sent us some uh, props for this one. Yeah, Polk, you should you lead start, us off. And then we got Polk up next. All right, very quick. The World Series starts on Friday. It's weird that it's starting on Friday. That's it was supposed to all along, but because the series were quick. Well, no, I'm just saying. Well, it, only because um, of the lockout, they pushed it. Everything got pushed back. Yeah, but also normally the World Series start is like Tuesday, Wednesday, and yeah. then off Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday. But anyway. Uh, I, you know, I know baseball's kind of off the radar for most people because the Guardians lost, but the good news is the Yankees lost too. Now, I am rooting for the Phillies. Uh, a lot of uh, people hate Kyle Schwarber, but I, I, of course, like him, and I'll be rooting for him and Bryce Harper and, and all those guys to beat the Astros. However, I will say that the Astros deserve credit, right? You know, everybody, when they, when they um, cheated, which cheated. a lot of other teams did, I believe, not to that degree, maybe. But everybody's trying to cheat, which I hate because I don't like to cheat. I'm anti-cheating. And uh, when the Astros won, it was like, oh, they're a fraud. They never would have won. Well, all they've done is keep winning since. And now they're on the verge of winning a championship. And they haven't lost a single playoff game. Uh, I think it's time to kind of get off the bandwagon of just killing them at this point. They've paid their dues for it. And I uh, love Dusty Baker. I, and I do love Dusty Baker, too. Although I think the Phillies are going to shock everybody and win the World Series. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Uh, they're still cheaters. I hope they lose forever, and I'll never forgive them. So, but did you, do you hate them more than the Yankees? Were you happy the Yankees lost? Uh, I was happy the Yankees lost, but yeah. I, I still like. I wanted the Yankees to win because then it, it justifies the Guardians lost more. That's how mm. I. That's how I usually. Operate. They would have. They would have boat raced us too. Houston. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. just. Were but we could have pretended like the Yankees. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Miles Garrett last year, show picture one had his graveyard. If you guys will recall his quarterback graveyard, remember this? Yeah. Wasn't in favor of it at the time, personally. I don't mind. I, I get accused sometimes of not enjoying fun uh, by my girlfriend, by my friends, and stuff like that. I don't like this kind of these like stuff like this. I don't like. I don't care about color rush uniforms. I don't care about uh, the brownie, the elf, and I don't care about stuff like putting up a graveyard when really, you know, I, I just don't feel like you've proven enough yet to act like you're murdering these quarterbacks and stuff. So he did make, uh, he hasn't, I mean, you know, it's real sad. It, 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 it says a lot about yourself. It's almost egotistical. And then, but I do like the transition he made this year. This is the movie made, I think. Like, go to the next one. He has a Stranger Things themed, uh, oh, I like, that. like that. All right. So that's, these are image. This is imagery from the show Stranger Things. I think there's another one after that. Let's take a look at it. This is Miles Garrett's place. That's like a reference to the show Stranger Things. Love it. I watched the first season. Um, okay, now we can been? we can you can come back here now, Mikey. So uh, this Miles, this is embarrassing. You can't be doing this, man. You can't have up 
children show Halloween decorations when you're trying to strike fear into the heart of mankind. <laughs> it's not a good look. No, I, I don't, I'm not telling you how to live your life. You do whatever you want to do. But I'm just saying, if you really want to strike fear into the hearts of quarterbacks, you're not going to do it by putting that children's show streaming thing that all of the moms are talking about in, in, in grade school, all right? No, no one's shaking in their boots when they see that you have Stranger Things Halloween decorations up. We need a bit of an edge. Do you think, this would be the equivalent right now, is if in like 1998, James Harrison decorated his house with Saved by the Bell decorations. <laughs> no one would be afraid of him. We have to present ourselves better to strike fear into the hearts of mankind. Please take down your Stranger Things Halloween decorations for the sake of my sanity. That's my thought. Did you just compare Saved by the Bell and Stranger Things? Yes, yes, I did. Stranger Things is not a kid's show. Yes, it is. It's, it's scary. It's not scary. It's kids scary. No. You think Get Stranger Things is scary? I mean, scary. I'm not and, scared and by it, but it's what's scary. What's funny was, as Mike was saying, you know, that... Uh, Moms. Soccer moms watch it. I was pointing to myself. Paul <laughs> was going. Yeah, I, right. I know. It's a great show. I watched it's it one fine. season and then it's, uh, yeah, I, I lost, it's all right. I lost interest. It's, 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 no, it's not. And You've it's lost not, me, Mike. That's fine. I, there, <laughs> some, I, I am with Mike. Sometimes you can't There's with something me. very two and five about that. Yeah. There, I'll give you that. I agree with that. Yeah. It's a good show, but you bush you're up. It's a great show. Uh, yeah, okay, here we go. Um, man, you know, I, I've been, you know, my dad called me the other day. He was, he was just like me. He's like, man. I can't believe that, man. These Browns, man. I, you know, I asked myself, why is it? Um, why is it all of a sudden this year? Why? What is it? Why, why am I taking it so difficultly this year? And I'm starting to realize why it, it takes its toll on everybody so much. As you get as you get older, um, I, I'll turn 41 coming up here in, in November. As you get older you start to have more and more years and references under your belt. And as you get older, you start to see and you start to understand just how difficult it is to be this bad for that long. <laughs> and as you start reminiscing and looking at all of the things that have happened and you're still not relevant, like the, the crazy thing is like, yeah, your team left, they turned to the Ravens and then they win the Super Bowl three years later. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, 1996 under Brunel, Mark Brunel, they, they just, they, they go to the AFC Championship. Heck, the Panthers were, were good, and they went to the Super Bowl under Jake DeLome, and they, at least they got there one more time with, with your boy Cam Newton. You start to look over all of these expansion teams. Teams have moved and gone from San Diego to L.A., then L.A. back to Oakland, then Oakland back to L.A., then Las Vegas again. And you start to realize, wow, it should be impossible to be this bad. And, and what happens to you slowly but surely chips away 
at your soul, chips mm -hmm. away at your your emotions, it chips away at, at your fandom. And then you one day you wake up and you're just extremely numb. And I think that that is starting to set in for me and, and a lot of the other people. Yeah. Now we're here and now the insult to injury is now we're at the place where we're at the tail end of our quote unquote window. Now we look at our window and we start to think maybe that guy wasn't good. Well, maybe he wasn't that good. <coughs> and the guys that we know are good, we don't get the ball and we ship them other places and they win. How many guys have we, Bernie gets a win. Ernest Biner got the ring. How many people leave here? Odell Beckham Jr. left and got the ring. How many people? Ozzie Smith. Ozzie, excuse me, Ozzie Newsome. He leaves, becomes the, one of the best general managers of all time. At the end of the day, the Browns always, 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 always find a way to lose these games. And it's just starting to wear on people. Mm -hmm. So you guys don't know it, but you are losing people, right? You're losing a whole bunch of generations and the baby boomers are going to die off. You thought Social Security was a problem? Social Security ain't the only problem you got. Those are the same people that are your diehard fans that can still re recite when it's the first time they saw Jim Brown and how long they've been a season ticket holder. These new guys will go on to new teams, figure out, play video games, or do something else. Y'all got to figure it out because this population is getting older and it ain't getting no easier to like the Browns. Man, a lot there. Uh, give it 16 more years. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, when I hit about 40 and time became a thing to me, and yeah. I, I'm realizing, wow, it's really precious. There is just a certain, there's not an infinite, you know, you, we know that. You're not going to live forever. And it's easier when you get older because you understand that they're not worth your time. So you get, invest the three hours a week, but all the stuff that I used to do, reading and mm -hmm. researching, mm -hmm. and I do it now because it's my job, but. Uh, it, it's it's hard to get through that. One second, Jay. Yeah. Just just one second to tie. I think a bunch, a couple of threads together from today. Yeah. And that was what you just said about um, losing hope, and what you said earlier about how you uh, who you know not how these regular season games don't matter that much because we're not going to win anything anyways. If you go or Cincinnati, when Cincinnati would win these regular season games, it was, you know, it was always disappointing because then you get to the playoffs, right. but it's that time you get to spend when you're winning during the season that matters. Yes. Yeah. And it was that time that, that, that when we went to the playoffs that year, when we were competitive, it's that happiness that you get. And yeah, yeah. this I'll ties back to your original comment about that lottery ticket when I asked you why it matters when everybody wants to play the Powerball when it's 500 million, but when it's 200 million, everybody's like, ah, what, what would I do with that kind of money? It doesn't matter. It's the excitement that builds. You're not, your chances aren't any better of winning if that yeah. 500 million, but you get that excitement. You get that feeling throughout that time while the money's building and you actually still have yeah. hope. The hope is still there that you could possibly reach. You probably won't, but it might, you might reach it. That's what you pay for is the hope, that yep. time yep. that you have yes. hope. Very and they quickly, robbed us of that. Very quickly, 30 seconds, not even 30 seconds. That is true. You guys are right. It's better to go five years from the playoffs and lose than not. However, after a couple of years, you end up being a different type of frustrated, but you don't, eventually, you don't, it, the journey doesn't feel good. I'd love to get to that point to experience right, that you, kind of disappointment. that would happen. I'd like love to get to that point. fans in the 90s used to bitch and moan. We, you know, we're good every year. Right. We win 108 games. We're the best team in baseball, but we never win. When they finally did, yeah. who did they beat? Were right. we feeling good? Yep. 
Were we feeling good about the journey of the Cavs the last year I when was, they lost? I a was. lot of people were not. I soaked it up. It was yeah, like, let's just get it. through the regular yeah, season. because it was time well spent. It's I all about time. It. Everything yeah. we do on this win. planet is about time. If, you, if there's 17 games at three hours a game, at the end of the year, did you waste those 51 hours? Or were they 51 hours well spent? For the last 30 years, those were hours that were wasted I in my it. life that You're I can't right. get last back. And they year, add up. Last yes. year for me as a Bengals fan, even though I got Funnest the heartbreak of the loss, fan you ever it was had. one of my favorite years. That's I enjoyed crazy. it. And you had 2016 with your Cubs. Yes, but so we didn't. We but only had ye- that one. Yes, but years three, like four and five of the Bengals losing with Andy Dalton didn't. I, I wasn't having fun by those first it. couple. You of years. don't want that plan? Sign me up for that plan. No, I, I get it. I, you're um, right. I'll be it's quick. It's certainly a better plan. Um, watching the Bears game last night, we all think we know what's going to happen in the NFL. This was an easy one for me. I'm like, well, the Patriots are going to steamroll these guys. They're the Patriots, and it's Matt Eberflus versus Mm -hmm. Bill Belichick, and that didn't happen. And so then I started juxtaposing what I saw last night to what I saw when the Patriots steamrolled us, and they were the Bears, and we were the Patriots in that situation. And I said, is there that big of a difference between us and the Bears? I mean, the Bears have a very similar record. But in the course of the broadcast, there was a comment made that by Troy Aikman, I believe. I was flipping back and forth between the Manning cast and the main cast. I think Troy Aikman said this, but he said, you got to give credit to Bears coach Matt Eberflus, which might be the first time that's ever been said. <laughs> Probably. But then he said, what he said afterwards is what stuck with me. He said, after the 12-7 loss to the commanders the week before, he made it his mission to sit down and reevaluate the individual goals of all 53 players. Imagine the time that had to take. Mm. Those weren't 15-minute conversations, no. guys. Mm-hmm. 53 guys. He met individually last week. Aside from installing a game plan against the greatest coach ever to do it, he somehow found time last week to put in the game plan that would beat Bill Belichick. And he met with all 53 of his players individually to reassess their own goals and how they're looking at the season. Mm-hmm. And what it told me was, oh, that's what leadership looks like. That, that's, that's your leader right there. Maybe it was Justin Fields offensively when they were, you know, making this Patriots defense that made us look pedestrian. They made the Patriots defense look very below average. And, and in that moment, it was like an epiphany for me. I said, oh, okay. I don't know Matt Eberflus from anything. I know he's got a good football IQ. He's had a nice run as a coordinator, and now, now he's getting a chance as a head coach. But what I said in that moment is, we don't have that guy. The Browns don't have that guy because if they did, and I don't know what's going on behind the doors in Berea. I don't think he's met individually with all 53 guys this year to try to rally the troops after week six. I don't think that's happened. So I got to give credit to Matt Eberflus that just like Troy Aikman said, somehow he did what's I think the hardest thing in, in football to do in the middle of a train wreck. Not only did he put on the brakes, but he got the train going in the other direction. That's For one week. Listen, yeah, it's one week that they have hope moving forward yep. because if they do what everybody thought they were going to do, go to New England, who was getting its starting quarterback back and beat the greatest coach of all time at one of the toughest places to do it, their season would have continued to be a train wreck. 
But for at least one week, we don't know what they're going to be moving forward. They slammed on the brakes. They stopped the bleeding. And they moved the train in the other direction. I'm waiting for someone to do that with the Browns. Kevin Stefanski, we're looking at you. Mikey, was I the only one that had the Bears with the points? No. Uh, I'll look oh. at it. I, 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 yeah, I took them. I did too. I, I, I thought the hey, Patriots I need would to win. Some I thought the Patriots would win outright. Not on me. But I thought it would be a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And the spread was nine. It was big. And Matt Eberflus. And do we have a quarterback train. controversy in New England? Got it going in the other direction. We're out of time. Back tomorrow. We want to see something on for tomorrow's show. What, what's big? We got Mayor Bibb in studio. We That's got right. Ben Baby, ESPN beat reporter for the Bengals. Do a little preview of that game. And then Dave Richard with some fantasy advice. So, mm-hmm. a lot of Bibb. stuff coming. Big show. Mayor Bibb uh, is talking about putting actual parking meters, like, without change downtown. Oh, about time. So, I thank you. I will be here. Ones, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you don't have to have... Yes. Quarters. So I won't be here for that. But thank by the you. way, that would get Cleveland into the 2000s. Yeah. yeah. That is, I don't know how it's taken this long to get there. Uh, I also have a show at the Music Box at 7 p.m. tomorrow. It's like a Cleveland photo show. So it's a Music wow. Box Upper Club. You, go. you feel like well, it come down. Very good. Got to promote. Uh, in the meantime, we're on a 22-hour break. Enjoy your. It's beautiful weather out there. It's a great looking it day is. on this Word. Tuesday. We're back tomorrow for the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We'll see you then. Have a great week. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.